Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirits and spirit decks in the world of Magic the Gathering. On this episode, I have an interview with a gatekeeper of spirit knowledge. Do I got you curious? I hope so. You know what? Let's get this episode started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode of MTG Ectoplasm. You can reach me at Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm or email me at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. I'm your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. You know what? Before we get to our special guest, I want to thank you, the listener, the hundreds and hundreds around the world listening to this podcast and making it an international sensation. I got to say the countries here, U.S., Germany, Brazil, France, Singapore, Australia, Italy, Taiwan, U.K., Canada, Austria, Japan, Finland, Slovakia, and the Philippines. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support, and I 100% appreciate it, and I am humbled. If you have any questions, concerns, please reach out to me either on Twitter or Gmail. I would appreciate it. And you know what? Now it's time. It's that time, ladies and gentlemen, where we need to get to know the individual who holds the knowledge about spirits. You know what? Let me open the door for him. Well, there he is. How you doing, Ben? This is Ben, also known as Dr. Katz from the Spirits Discord. How are you today? Having me. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I hit the wrong button here. I don't know what the hell happened, but thank you for joining me on the show. I appreciate it. Um, Ben, you know what? Let people know a little, uh, let the listener know a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I am a moderator for the Spirits Discord. Um, there's a few of us on there. The Rift is kind of a headliner. Mm. Um, and I think it was about maybe six to eight months ago, he had asked me to join the team, become one of the moderators there. So I've been doing that. Very nice. Um, I've been playing Spirits since, let me think here, pro- probably early 2019. So we're coming up on about two years. Um, and started with Modern. Um, Really enjoyed the deck and then transitioned over to Pioneer. And I've been playing both Modern and Pioneer, mostly Modern okay. these days. Um, but but a little bit of Pioneer. My, before Magic, um, I played Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, okay. I didn't play it super competitively, but I really enjoyed it. That was part of my reason for getting into it. I won't hold that against and you. And I played a lot, of, a lot of fighting games. Okay. Describe mm-hmm. the fighting games you're into. So, yeah, so... Um, for listeners who play fighting games, Guilty Gear Strive had an open beta recently over the Ooh. weekend. I play that. Um, I play Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I used to play Street Fighter. Um, I've, I've dabbled a little bit with Mortal Kombat and Justice. Um, one of the biggest things that appealed to me about Magic is, like fighting games, you can kind of get into your opponent's head, mm-hmm. kind of read what they're going to do, um, which is part of what drew me to playing Spirits, too. Well, there you go. Like. I'm 100% agree with you, with especially with Blue. You know, that's a the 
we're 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 a bit sadistic in that way. We we like to manipulate people and have them do what we <laughs> yeah. want them to do. Absolutely, yeah. And, like and, uh, say yes or no. It's like the the meme, or there's that shirt that has um the blue symbol on it. it just says nope. Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Now let me uh, let me ask you. Uh, what made you get into blue? Is just just the fact that you can just mess with people? Yeah, so, so there's a funny story. Um, so the first time I touched magic was back in 2014, 15. I was in graduate school, um, getting my master's degree. One of my fr- well, one of the friends I met in graduate school introduced me to magic, and he was like, "Oh, it's really cool. I think you'd like it." And I was like, eh, "I don't know." Like, I was like, "I was like, you know, like fighting games are quick. Like you play, you play a match. It's over in two, three minutes. Like I don't want, I don't have the attention span to like sit down." for a half hour and play like i just don't know if i have the patience for that and he's like hey, it's not always that long like mm-hmm. there's ducks that you know can kill you fast so we started with popper um because okay. it's cheap I and i wasn't ready to be like all right yeah i'll spend a thousand dollars on this hobby i don't know if i like <laughs> <laughs> you know so so we started with popper um i love halloween um i love everything spooky right and i stumbled across zombies so i was like all right you know like I want to play zombies. So um, I built mono black zombies. We played on MTGO. It was mm-hmm. cheap. We played in paper. And the funny thing is, <clears throat> I hated it. So, so like, I'll never hate, forget. Like, it was, did you hate was, MTGO was, or did you hate the zombies? I hated the zombies. Okay. So, so what happened was I was facing a Delver player, and it's my turn, and I, I tap out and play a couple zombies one turn. And they're holding up mana. They counter summon. The next turn, I remember... It was Night's Whisper. I think that's a common card. It was it was something like Night's Whisper, and I lost two life, drew two cards, and then passed to my opponent. Yes, it's Night's nice Whisper. It was, I, it's just funny because, like you said, what drew me to blue? Like I was just like, this sucks. Like I I don't like tapping out because I feel like defenseless. Now it's my opponent's turn; they can do whatever they want. Like I feel so violated, exposed. Like yeah, I feel so like now I have no control and. When I had played fighting games in the past, I would always play like the zoners or the characters who can like pressure you and lock you down. And it just it just felt to me like I don't like this play style. I could just tell right at, right then that I wanted to play black so bad because mm-hmm. like the art on the black cards is cool. Like, skeletons, zombies, mm-hmm. everything spooky. Um, <clears throat> but I but I found out pretty quickly like. You know, after that, my friend was like, maybe you'd like blue, you know, like you're always more defensive player because he had played fighting games with me. That's what drew me into it. Mm, so I'm assuming you were like a Sub-Zero type of player as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I probably play Sub-Zero. Yeah, I guess I dabbled a little bit with Mortal Kombat. See, there you go. Now, what is your favorite spirit and why? Favorite spirit, hands down, um, Draw Skull Captain. Okay. Um, there's a couple of reasons why. One is I love the art. Mm-hmm. Not Captain. It's like um, there's an old Yu-Gi-Oh card. I'm not sure how familiar you are with Yu-Gi-Oh, but the Destiny Heroes were in Yu-Gi-Oh GX, which I grew up with. So there's a card, Doom Lord, um, which not a good card, but the art had like this red ripped cape and claws and everything. And Drossel Captain has the red ripped cape, the two swords, the skeleton, and plus he's like um, he's like the leader, you know, he's like the boss. Like you know, I listened to one of your old shows where you talked about I think the uh, flavor on him's like you know dead or alive like you know a true leader will lead the army so i love that and hexproof obviously very good like a lot of times with drug skull you're flashing 
you're flashing it in during your turn and just instantly killing your opponent right then. Mm -hmm. It's it's like, oh, I, I was going to deal you four damage. Nope, it's actually 11. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's it, yeah drug school. That's, I, when I first saw Drug School, Captain, uh, if, if you haven't listened to the first podcast, like, I knew that there was something coming up, but I, you know, at that time when Drug School Captain came out in Dark Ascension, uh, he, you know, there was nothing to support him. And I, I yes. really felt bad, and I was like, ah. And then when, yeah. you know, uh, the Eldrazi Moon came out, well, no, Eldritch Moon, I'm sorry. When that came out, you start getting Spell Queller and all these other guys. I'm like, ooh, yay. But then it was like, oh, there's no Lord. We need another Lord in here. <laughs> yeah. And then, unfortunately, yeah, I'm 19. We got Supreme Phantom, and, you know, here we are now. That's what's funny. Like, I, I was lucky. You know, I, I said I started in early 2019, so it was shortly after Supreme Phantom came out. Oh, you're fortunate. came out over that. You're yeah, fortunate. so, like, I when I first started playing Spirit Supreme Phantom was already a thing, and what happened regarding the color pie, and this is kind of a suggestion I have to everybody, um, like, open your mind, you know, when, when, when you decide what decks you want to play. Because, like, for me, I was like... I was getting into modern, and I was like, oh, I was telling my friend, I want to play Dredge, I want to play Dredge, you know, like, there's all these zombies and spooky stuff, it's really cool, and my friend was just like, you're not going to like Dredge, and he's like, he's like, it's a very linear deck, and if they have the graveyard height, you just lose, like, I know you as a player, like, you're you're very defensive and reactionary, I just don't think you'd like it, so he was trying to get me to build Golgari Rock, um, which, of course, is like a $1,300 deck. Mm. So, so I, I went Tarmogoy from Liliana back when they were better, but um, arguably they're better now. But I was like, eh, I don't know. So I was looking at tournament finishes and I stumbled upon Spirits and I was like, huh, like these guys, these guys kind of have that flavor I like. They're mm -hmm. spooky. They're, they're Halloween-like, but they're also, you know, they're more reactionary. Like you play them during your opponent's turn and they're mm -hmm. more defensive so exactly. that i was like you know it's interesting so i started um and I, th I don't even know if the riff knows this but i started watching the rift on youtube he was putting out spirits content and then after watching him play i kind of fell in love with the deck that way okay you know like uh, in his early days when i like this is kind of his weird. very early days yep mm -hmm. what happens is that i broke my back i shattered my l1 l2 l3 so oh, i geez. should terribly i should be paralyzed from the waist down but fortunately i'm not uh, I got oh. my strength back. I can walk. I can run. I can do everything. Not as spry as oh. I used to be, but, you know, I can do what I got to do. And I used to watch the Ranch Rift on uh, Twitch, and then he would put it on YouTube. And yep. you, you will see, you know, once in a while he'll go Alianza, which is my my email, my real personal email out there. And, he, you know, and it's kind of funny. You'll see the interaction between he and I, and I would ask a 1,001 questions. Because I truly yep. loved and I embraced the deck in its earliest uh, iteration. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, speaking of Rift, I you said he made you the moderator of you know the Spirit uh, Discord. Uh, first things first. Yes. How does one begin involved? Or how does like a player, a new player, go? Hey, you keep on talking about the Spirit Discord. How do we get involved? And then uh, how do I get into this Discord? And number two. What do you do specifically, and what are your responsibilities? Sure. Um, so the easiest way to probably get involved in the Discord is to go to um, Reddit, join the MTG Spirits Reddit. I think there's a link on there, if I'm not mistaken, for the Discord. Um, and you click on the link, um, 
and it pretty much lets you right in. You know, I, I, you might have to be approved, but it, but pretty much everyone's approved. We have a pretty good community there. Um, awesome community. Let me it, just tell it's you, a, it's awesome a great community. place. Like on, honestly, go ahead. No, I'm saying it's an awesome community. Uh, you allow pr- uh, content providers like myself, uh, Andre Segura, and other people yep. on there, which uh, it's a godsend. But please sh- share more. Yeah. So the biggest thing with the Discord, <clears throat> I would say, is it's such a good place to learn. You know, like you like you face Tron, let's say, and you lose, and you're frustrated go on the discord <clears throat> maybe in the azorius modern one or band modern it's like what the hell am i supposed to do against tron like should i have mulligan this hand should i um have played differently like and you can kind of show your hand you can ask questions and people are so so receptive there i'd say out of everything that's one of the things that helped me the most to level up as a player um how i became a moderator um was about six or eight months ago um the Rift had private messaged me and was just saying, hey, you know, like you've been in this Discord for a while. I think I've been it over two years or a year and a half, two years. And he was like, you know, like, I feel like you got a good, um, like, I like the way you talk to people. I think you're inviting and friendly and offer help. So would you be interested in becoming a moderator? So they <clears throat> asked me and um, a couple other players because he wanted to expand the team a little bit. So I think we've got two, three, four, I think we got four or five moderators total including wow that, that's quite a bit mm-hmm. absolutely mm. um responsibilities um there's not a lot lot the the biggest thing is um we'll we'll go through the channels and clean them up sometimes so like we had a channel for esper spirits and modern and not to say you can't play esper but like it's not as popular as Azorius. It's not as popular as Bam. It doesn't have the results that those decks have. So we kind of just created, you know, a modern general. And if you want to talk about Esper, you can talk about it there. Because it was kind of a dead channel that was sitting there. Um, I saw one for Jeskai, too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you play Esper? <laughs> no, 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 I don't play Esper. But I'm just saying, like, I saw one back in the day. It was like, Esper, you had Jeskai. I was like, wow. Like, they're, they're, yeah. I didn't realize. Like, like let, let me let the yep. audience know. Like, if you go to their the Discord... Uh, under modern, they have Azorius and Bant, and then your general pioneer. They have your general Azorius, Bant, and Simic. They have historic legacy and other formats. So, like, yes. this is a great source of information. You have Doctor Katz here, who is you know minding his p's and q's, doing you know grooming the knowledge for you. So mm-hmm. you have out there. Yeah, and and the only other thing um, moderators do besides cleaning up the channels, we submit deck lists too. So, like, if there was a recent finish in a challenge like when dr queller made it second place in that challenge or the recent five o's we post those um into server deck list so people can kind of look and see oh okay so this is what people are doing with spirits these days um and then of course like other stuff which doesn't come up too much but if people are arguing like um we had a political discussion that kind of got a little out of hand and we kind of had to say you know politics are okay but we don't want this to be an avenue to discuss them all the time exactly. you know especially if things are getting heated between people so moderating stuff like that we've never we've never had to kick anyone um to my knowledge or at least since i've been a moderator so the community's a really good community very good because like me like my personal kitchen table group uh we've got people that are far left far right center yep. conservative liberal we, we have one role uh it's about magic play magic leave politics 100 percent out you know Absolutely. You can joke, you know, you can, you know, jokingly joke with somebody, but X, the next yeah. day, you could complete the political thing. No. 
Magic yeah, is and, magic. and that's the thing, you know, like having political discussions is important, you know, especially in this day and age. It's just that Spirits Discord, maybe not the place to have those discussions, Amen. you know, like Amen. we're here to talk about the deck. We're here to improve as players. Um, so we, we kind of put it a little bit of a nip in that. All right. Now, uh, I know Discord is a great source of information. Is there any other sort places of information you would recommend people to go to to improve, you know, their decks or even their style of play? Yes, absolutely. Um, there's a, there's a, there's actually a lot, you know, like there didn't used to be. Um, it was kind of like you remember the Discord, the ref stream sometimes, um, and then you started streaming a little bit less. So there wasn't a lot in the beginning, but recently, um, Partially thanks to Andre Seguera, there's a lot more, you know, like Nikachu, and I, I know you'd mentioned this in one of your past episodes, Nikachu did an interview with Andre Seguera, an interview with Dr. Queller, if you're yeah. interested in learning more, those are, that's a great place that's to start. That's a great, um, great interview, so you have to go absolutely. to MTG, no, you have to go to Nikachu MTG, Nikachu MTG live streams, and it's in his little thing in there. Correct. And, and the other thing, honestly, Andre Segarra has put out a lot. He has these episodes he does now, which are called Spirit Snapshots. Um, so it'll be like, all right, let's talk about Spirits versus Tron. Let's talk about Spirits versus Hammer Time. Let's talk about Spirits versus Titan. How do we approach this matchup? What are we bringing in the sideboard? And I'll even have a game that he's playing an example of how the flow of the match goes. So that's such a good oh, resource. Yeah. Like if I had that when I was starting... Oh my God! Like it, it, it would have helped a lot. I kind of had to learn the hard way through a and, lot of losses. And the best part is he's very charismatic, very outgoing. You know, he Absolutely. will do he will do some dad jokes, but he, I don't think he's aware they're dad jokes. But you know, it's cute, it's comical. <laughs> I love it. And you know, he, yep. he's, I, you know, I do watch him, and then I'm like, okay, you go, Andre, you go, kick some butt out. There. Yeah. And you can, I think you can find him. I'm pretty sure it's just under his name, right? It's Andre yes. Andre Segura on YouTube. YouTube. Yep. Any other yep. world, any place else besides here at uh, MTG Ectoplasm? So there's MTG Ectoplasm, Andre's YouTube channel, then you get you interviews. Other than that, I mean, the Discord is good, and just paying attention, as weird as this sounds, paying attention to what Dr. Crawler's doing. You know, like being being one of the best Spirits players, look at his recent list, 5-0s, the sideboard, see how he's approaching it. Um, unfortunately, he's not a member of the Discord right now. but Shame on him. Just Shame. Shame. Yeah, yeah. Shame on Dr. Yeah, Keller. he's. I guess he's very busy, you know. Well, he's a but, real doctor. I don't know if you're aware of that he's an actual doctor in real life. Yes, he is. No, are you like Absolutely. I see Dr. Katz? Are you a real doctor too? You got your PhD? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, sometimes our patients refer to me like that. I, I'm okay. a therapist, so I work with patients in the hospital. I do counseling, um, substance abuse, mental health. Okay. And I'll have the I'll have the patient say, "Hey, doctor," but I'm like, "No, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I have a master's degree, you know." <laughs> No, if it makes you feel better, I'm a student nurse, so please don't call me, you know, nurse, MTG, <laughs> <Yeah>. ectoplasm. <laughs> Absolutely. But, well, it's funny that how, how I got my handle originally, Dr. Katz, is um, there was a show in the 90s. I remember the show. Swim. Do you remember it? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Dr. Katz. Yeah, it was Dr. Katz, professional therapist. So a friend of mine would joke with me and say, like, yeah, you're, you know, when I was getting my master's degree, he's like, you're going to be a professional therapist. You're going to be like him. You'll be balding and... <laughs> like <laughs> depressed and stuff and i was like oh that's great you're gonna sound like so, eugene levy yeah that's great yeah so i um oh john Lovitz. so when we john went Lovitz. to a, yeah we went to a fighting game tournament and i was like you know i'm gonna 
I'm going to make that my my handle, Dr. Katz. And I kind of just stuck after that. And then I became known for that. All right. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask, uh, with everything that's going on, like we, we had this bombardment, okay? Once he came across, realized that a lot of things went OP, they, they screwed up a little bit, and they had to clean up. They had to, you know, there was mass casualties out there. Oh, yeah, the uh, recent and, banning. And with all these bannings and all these formats. where What direction do you see uh, the metas or coming up in the next, I guess they're going to figure themselves out in the next, you know, one to three weeks. But where do you see the metas going in the next three weeks in Pioneer and Modern? Um, well, let's, let's start with Modern because um, I have a little more knowledge about Modern. Well, looking at it, they banned Simeon Spirit Guide, which means the combo decks are worse. Um, Thank you, Jesus. They banned Ur- yep, they, that's a good thing, yeah. They banned... Um, Arrow, um, they ban Field of the Dead, Mystic Sanctuary, so those like blue soup control decks are worse. Um, obviously, the Valky thing is no longer a thing <laughs> with, Cas- with Cascade, thank God. Um, so, really, I see it's hard to say. Like, I think aggro is going to be better because aggro doesn't get combo decks can't really get under them as much. Like, mm-hmm. my brother plays. Is it prowess? Okay. Um, plays all the prowess decks. Recto Shadow is a prowess. Monored prowess. It's fun facing them, but um, he he had faced dupes all spells the other day, and he's like, "Oh, it's so easy! I just killed him turn three before they could combo, and I can destroy their mana ramp um, within a break because now they have to rely on the artifacts to ramp." Mm-hmm. So I think I think red's going to be a lot better. Um, Usually, really in modern and pioneer, but especially modern. Usually early in once they revamp uh, certain, you know, formats, burn is usually the first one to come out of the, out of the yep. woodwork and start smashing. Oh, yeah. Yep, burn. I'd, when my last uh, modern league, I had faced burn twice. Um, 2-0 one time, 2-1 the other time. So I was, I was prepared. I think we have a good matchup. I, think, I, I personally think Spirits has a great matchup against Burn. I, every time I go toe to toe with a uh, Burn player, they they, they sigh I like that. <laughs> like kind of, yeah. You know, it's I, I think the Burn Spirits matchup is play draw dependent a lot. If you're go, if you go first and you play Vile Turn One or Wander Turn One, that can spell a gain, like a loss for them. But mm-hmm. we also have one of the reasons we're so good against Burn is our sideboard. You know. We have access to Core Firewalker, mm-hmm. um, which is a fantastic card against Burn. It's every time they play a red spell, we're gaining life. So like your bolt now deals two damage to us. You know we can block your creatures for free. It, it's a headache for them for sure. Amen. I, I, Doctor Katz, yeah. he, I, he's using a, a Kithkin. I forgot the name of the Kithkin. Um, but he, oh, um, Burnt and Forge Tender. Yeah, there, yep. there you go. That's that's the card. Yeah. He's, yeah. You know he's, I. I've never been super high on Burnton Forge, but I know why he does it. You know, like it's a one um, drop. That's is it prowess? It's it's a one drop, and that's the main reason yep. why he does it. it yep, <laughs> you slam that down turn one. Yeah, you don't have to wait a little bit. Oh, that can be, yeah, that can be awkward with Core Firewalker for sure. Like if you have a Cavern of Souls, you know, and you want to name Spirit, but you need to play your Firewalker. Sometimes you have to name Soldier just so you can play. Core Firewalker and Drossel Captain off, or you name Core if you're going to play Apparition and Firewalker. So you run into that stuff a little right. bit. No, I hear you. Absolutely. Now, 
uh, now Pioneer. What do you what what direction do you think Pioneer is going to go? It's harder to say. You know, like Pioneer hasn't been as popular as Modern. It really hasn't been as popular since the pandemic had. I wish Unfortunately, it, it was. I wish it would be. It was. Yeah, I think it was. It was really advertised as a paper format, and the fact that we lost that, it's only online. People just aren't as interested. You know, I do think it's in a better place. I think the I think the bands were good. Um, I think Red Decks are going to be better there too. I think we'll see Burn. I think we'll see Boros Feather Heroic. Um, mm. I think we'll see we'll see some other stuff like Mono Green Devotion, Mono Black Aggro. I, th- I think we'll see a lot. I think the hardest thing for Spirits and Pioneer is going to be dealing with Mono Red Aggro, Burn, yeah. um, Boros, which are all pretty tough matchups. Um, we don't have Firewalker. No. We don't have Oriac Champion. We don't have those protection from red cards there. So we kind of have to use stuff like Isolate, Axala, one mana creature, or Blessed Alliance, you know, or Surge of Righteousness to gain life and destroy a creature. It, it's it's tough. I hear you. Now, mm-hmm. what what do you think we can do to win in both of these formats? Like, do we do we stick with the same old tried and true, or do we change it up? Like, I know there's several versions of it's kind of weird to say this i personally feel there are different versions of azorius where you can make it like a uh, death and taxes build you can make it more of an aggro build or you can make it more of a control build you know so yes my thing is we're you know and that's just modern i'm not you know you know pioneer you do have the simic build and you do have the azorius build uh what you know what do you think is going to take to win in both formats at this particular time? Uh, I think it's a little hard to say because it's still so new, but I'll take a stab at it anyways. Because um, right now, I can tell you in the leagues and even in the like, preliminaries, people are just playing what they want. You know, People are like, Modern saved, you know, Pioneer saved, like, let me pick my favorite deck and just jam it. So like, you kind of want something that's good against the field. That said, I do think red decks are better. So like, in modern, again, we'll start with that, having more knowledge about it. Um, I think anti-red cards are really good. Like when I got my 5-0 recently, I had two core firewalkers for burn and prowess. I had two Oriok champions for shadow, which also helps against burn and prowess. Um, protection from red, gaining life, really good. Um, I had, I even had a lot of rhetoric, which is uh, wow. um, an old spirit of the yes, past. So this one's a... Uh, a wing one, two. four, three. Yeah. Yep, three mana. It says each player can't cast more than one spell each turn. So you play that against a Browis player, and they can't kill it. You know, I, like, I mentioned that. Like your, your bolt, you, I, you can't deal with it. You know, unless they have a soul scar and can weaken it over a couple turns, it's very difficult. It's a very good card. I mentioned that when we were talking, like uh, one of the issue with Tybalt. I was like, mm-hmm. Eidolon Rhetoric needs. Magic players need to put that in their deck. The pilots need to do it. It's because... actually, yeah, it's funny you say that. That's that's where I got the idea. I was slamming that when the Tybalt thing was a thing because it would shut that deck down hard. And I was playing my brother who plays all these prowess decks and I had in the main deck just to prepare for the degenerate meta we had. And he just couldn't do anything. He's like, man, you should use that card more often. That card's just, I, I'm like out of the game. Amen. You know, so that's, that's what brought me to include it. Other stuff that I think is good is, um, I think to combat the red decks, we're going to see stuff like Jun coming back and Golgari Rock, so mid-range decks that can destroy creatures. So Kira is in a good position. Um, gives all your spirits 
essentially protections similar to Drasko, but they have to use two removal spells to remove a spirit instead of one. The first one's always countered. So that's a really good card to, to have right now. And then general stuff like Gamping Sphere is good. Um, Path to Exile is good. Graveyard Hate. I, I wouldn't skimp on Graveyard Hate in Modern because like I'm the type of player where like I know Dredge is around the corner just waiting, mm -hmm. you know, for, for people. It's lurking in the corner waiting like, hey, right, hopefully they don't pack their Graveyard Hate. So I'm always prepared for that. In terms of, in terms of the main deck, I think Azorius is going to be better right now than Bant in Modern because... Bant, we take a lot of damage from our mana base. Um, and the turn one Noble Hierarch just gets bolted or Lava Dart if there's a lot of red decks, and then that puts you way behind. You know what I also so, think, too? You, know, you, you keep on mentioning red and red and red. It's, what yes. happens is red's out there, and if you're playing a Zor, uh, sorry, uh, Bant, you got to worry about what? Blood Moon. Blood yes, Moon. Absolutely. Going to, yep. It's going to screw with your mana base. Like, no, I'm not saying Azorius isn't the same way because realistically, yep. we're only running usually five to four basic lands in Correct. Azorius deck. So, you know, it does affect us too. But thank you, sweet baby Jesus, for giving us, you know, Skyclave Apparition to deal with Blood yes. Moon. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's it's great when you have Vile on three and your opponent Blood Moons you and you just Vile on that Apparition, take the Blood Moon continue to play your game you just want to laugh at him you know like, tee -hee, tee -hee. yeah exactly you know like that's her band i it's a preference thing for sure like a lot of people like band spirits some I like people are stronger it's it's technically more powerful because you can do more busted stuff faster coco's a fantastic card but you open yourself up to so many i just feel liabilities it's, it's clunky it's a little clunky right it's now. clunky yep your mana's worse you know you take a lot more damage you can die to burn um, your noble hierarchs get picked off, or like it's awkward because you're playing the game, and then you just draw like two or three noble hierarchs in a row, and it's like it's annoying, you know. Like in Azorius, you're more likely to draw gas. Amen. See, now yep. you speak of my Absolutely. language. So it's kind yep. of it's kind of funny. We, you actually covered two questions I was going to ask you about the sideboard, but you got you answered the question with the sideboard. Like, is there any other future cards that you would like to see uh, people include in their sideboards because of the unknown meta? Like meet like I'll throw one out, and I'd say Chalice yeah, of the Void. Sure. Yeah, see. you know we had a we had a big discussion about Chalice of the Void a few weeks ago in the Discord, and like it Chalice of the Void is so tough because it's 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 a fantastic card, right? You know, like it's a lot of times it's where you want to be against prowess decks and against meh, burn to an extent, more so prowess, and so good against prowess. But the issue is. You're taking off turn two to play Chalice on one, and then if they have an abrade, it's like, oh no, like you you'll lose the game on the spot. Again, like I think it's a preference thing. Like I I did play with Chalice a while back, and I've had fantastic games with Chalice. It's it's a really good card. It's just it's a little risky in I a sense. You. you know, like I'd rather be playing Eidolon of Rhetoric or a pro red creature. I'm I'm a more aggressive player and taking kind of from dr queller's list like i jam firewalker because i can turn the corner and start attacking with it when i need to that's valid. You know, i'd rather have that that's a so, very valid point which but chalice is a great card um fantastic actually and that, that might be where we want to be you know if if these red decks become really popular and there's not something out there to keep them in check no like there's a question i wanted to ask you and it's not one of the few that i like i generally had for you and I, this is me picking, you know, and this is more for the newer player. Um, sure. 
what I've seen is people, you know, they buy these decks, you know, and like, mm-hmm. let's say, you know, the spirit deck is like over 700. All right. Yes. Um, I'm in the current belief that you should have not only your sideboard, but you should have a portfolio of other cards that were good in the past in other, you know, when different metas were in and potential cards for the future meta of what's going on. And I call it like my spell book where I have like a huge, can't even speak, huge collection of cards mm-hmm. and just make sure it's like, oh, well, well, I need this now or I need this card now. Like, uh, like the, the, the veto, uh, Dovin's B veto. It's not, we yep. don't use it right yep. now, but it's, it's nice to have in the you know, holding somewhere. Same thing with the Teferi, Time Raveler. We don't use it, but it's nice to have somewhere. Are you in the agreement to hold these cards or just get rid of them right away? No, I I like to hold cards because as the meta changes, I think we need to be flexible and have a lot of options. Like blue and white are great colors, because, especially white, because it gives us so many options. You know, like like I mentioned Kira earlier, if there's a lot of Jund and removal heavy decks, it's great. Oh. Or Giver of Runes, another card um, that sometimes Spirit players will jam. Um, Thalia, you know, sometimes you see Spirit players with Thalia. If there's a lot of burn and prowess just to slow them down a little bit. Um, Semi-new card that I might be familiar with, Unsettled Mariner. Mm -hmm. That's a card that came out in Modern Modern Horizons. Horizons. I used to play with that because it's a Spirit. It taxes them whenever they're targeting us. Like, if we see Scape Shift, um, which you know, gets its lands into play and deals a lot of direct damage, or if we see um, a lot of burn and prowess, that looks better too. I Personally, you know, recently I've been kind of taking a, a lesson from Dr. Collar's book and just all Flyer's main deck besides the Apparition, and it feels the cleanest to me because you can close out games quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not impeded in combat, but but all those cards are great to have. Um, the other thing I was going to mention is maybe we should talk a little bit about Pioneer. I didn't really get to Pioneer okay. when we're discussing like the the meta and how to play around it. Okay. Pioneer, I I don't think Bant, again is where we want to be if there's a lot of red decks and burn. I I, I, I lean towards Azorius. There is Simic in Pioneer too, which is an option, and we had a discussion about that in the Discord and said it's not really well positioned right now. Um, Simic's good in a meta where <laughs> there's a lot of control decks or a lot of kind of degenerate combo stuff where you can just counter things. I don't think it's as good when there's red decks and burn. I'm not super familiar with Simic. I haven't played it, but, but just from my understanding of it. It looks so like I still a lot think of fun. Zorius is going to be the king there. Yeah, it, I'll tell you right now, it, it looks like a lot of fun right now. The certain builds in the Azorius Pioneer, uh, it's majority flyers. That's... Yes. Yep. So the you know, watcher of the spheres, just mm-hmm. kind of like a an ether vial for pioneers sometimes. Yeah, I, I actually brought that to Nika too. He's like, yeah, that's not really no. I'm like, oh. I agree to <laughs> no, disagree. That's a good card. Yeah, I, let's agree to disagree, Nika Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I I was excited about watch when I first saw it, and at first the Discord was like, yeah, I don't know. And then somebody tested it, and we're like, wow, you know, like when you can. Watch your turn two, and then Queller costs two mana. Rattle chains cost one. You can hold up Queller, Quell something, and protect it with Rattle I think, Chains. That's I, I think fantastic. the community is quick to poo-poo stuff 
that's not a spirit. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not a spirit. Uh, no. Or it yeah, doesn't yeah. have. If it doesn't have flying, no, it's poo pooed. Doesn't have flesh, no, it's poo pooed. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. We're we're spoiled, I guess. Oh yeah, it's so a spirit like, plays. It's it, it has to have flesh. It has to have flying, and it must be a yep. spirit. If it doesn't have those three things, eh, no, it's poo pooed. You know, even apparition, like when the Discord saw, we all knew it was oh. going to be a powerful card, and we were thinking it's going to be better than Deputy of Detention, which we used to run in that slot, maybe mm-hmm. a sideboard card, but we, I don't think we realized just how impactful I, it would be. I thought it would be a good card, but I was like, eh, it doesn't fly. Uh, it doesn't have oh, a flash. That's, yeah, And exactly. I was like, you know what? And I, that was the arrogance. That is the true arrogance of the spirit player. And it's a it's an arrogance of Azorius, right? Azorius is that yeah. arrogant, like yep. We thought, oh, yeah, and then all of a sudden, it became the story of two different formats. One, you know, like uh, that in one of my other podcasts, where it became this phenomenon in modern, where it was a staple in almost every white deck, and then you go to Pioneer, and it's eh, just a sideboard card. Yeah, it's like what? Yeah, Pioneer, Pioneer's different, I guess. You know, like I think they have more. Uh, the format's slower. They have more stuff that's over four mana. Four mana, like modern, is very low to the ground. Yeah, it's you know, funny. like apparitioning a scourge or a shadow is just so powerful. Whereas you can't apparition and Niv Mizzet. Well, let me ask you: Have you ever had a game where you were like really, like you you your back was against the wall, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden the tide turned on you? Like, and I did made you a come back essentially yeah. right yeah did, did you yes. have anything like that as of late yeah um <laughs> it's funny i have a story with that first of all i'll say that if, if you want to that, that play style and you want to like catch it from behind you want to play ban because there's nothing like you know being out of cards and then you draw coco and it's just like well, well now i win i guess you know like i was i was playing my brother in pioneer he used to play mono green devotion he's pretty much the only person i play with in paper which is why i keep bringing him up because of covid um, he's smart of my, part of my small social circle, but he was playing Monogreen Devotion. This is before the Ballista ban in Pioneer. He plays out his Ballista, down ticks Ballista, and just sweeps my whole board. Kills every single spirit. Oh, and I'm just sucks. like, oh, I'm so mad. Like, sometimes he'll, sometimes he'll, like, you know, keep Ballista at, like, one and then start ticking up last turn. But he was kind of cocky, so he's like, I'm just going to kill every single spirit, even if I have to lose my Ballista, because I don't care. So he does that. Passes turn to me, I draw Coco. Goes back to his turn. I play Coco, two lords off, right, boom. Wow. Now, so I make some favorable blocks, keep my lords around, passes turn back to me, draw another Coco. <laughs> Coco again. Wow. You know, t- two more spirits, and then he's just like rolls his eyes and he loses the game because of it. So Coco's a, a really powerful card in those type of situations. Like drawing two Cocos off the top. Like you can be way behind, like I've been facing Jund, like way behind, no creatures out, nothing on the board. Coco, two draws for that captains. All right, oh. you're you're locked down. You know you can't kill anything. You die next turn. Yeah, he's, so he's gonna be like, that's bushy. That's straight up bushy. Yeah, it's, it's bushy. Yes, absolutely. No, the only it's, reason why so I, Coco's Coco's very strong. The, the the reason why I asked this question is because I saw like I was going through YouTube today and I saw a video of uh, a 1998 championship match where the guy just top decked a Oh, I forgot what it was like. Uh, it was a light. It wasn't a lightning bolt, but it was like a lightning bolt where you gain three life. Uh, I forgot. Oh, okay. I forgot what it's, it's called. Yeah, Light, lightning helix. Lightning helix. Maybe? That's it. Lightning helix. Yep. He top decks the lightning helix and wins. 
And I'm sitting here like, yep. that is the best top deck ever. So I'm like, yeah. I'm curious to see if any, like I've had one, you know, you know, playing with friends, you know, fun, those top decks. Oh, they, they, this, it's like licking the tears off your opponent's face. It's delicious. Yeah, you know, I, I will say Spirits is a deck, like not banned as much, but Azorius, where you kind of don't want to get into those situations. Oh, no, 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 no. Where no, you're no, way no. behind because like Spirits kind of wants to maintain control of the match, um, especially Azorius Spirits. And if you start to lose too much control of it, it's a little hard to make a comeback, but it's possible. Oh, it's you know, possible. like Moreland Haunt. I mean, Modern is a fantastic card for that. Um, People sleep on your spirits. People sleep on that card all the time, and I'm like, oh no, God, no, so no, 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 you need two of them in your in your library because Modern is a place where they're destroying creatures now, left and right. You gotta prepare. Absolutely, you gotta. It's prepare. so good. You know, like I, I was hesitant to go up to two because I was like, ah, oh, two colorless sources, but I've I've never looked back. It's it, it's won me so many. Actually, it was a big factor in winning me. My games against Burn um, and Grixis Control in the last league I played. So yeah, it's very strong. I, I was always the person, you know, like I was like two, 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 and then when Doctor Queller did, I was like, "Thank you, Doctor Queller, for proving my point." Thank you. Yes, <laughs> it's so good. There was a recent interview. Um, I think it was when they talked to Dre. I um, mean, he was saying, he was saying, "Hey, I would, I'd want more than Hot and Pioneer, even more than." pathways we got like i don't even care if our man is not perfect like that's always the card i miss when i play uh, pioneer I'm like, oh, I, I, don't know. I don't know about that i love my pathways i love the yeah. pathways. I don't... <laughs> yeah, it certainly helps the mana yeah it does yeah because port town Ugh, awful, oh yeah awful card. Yep. <laughs> awful card yep like in the the worst part is that uh, i'm i'm one of these bushy people like my modern deck is completely foiled head to toe like oh, even, wow. like even my lands are uh expeditions okay like that's mm-hmm. not, my goal right now is try to get uh four foiled masterpiece ether uh ether void uh ether vials so yep. that, that that's my goal right now but, awesome so like my whole deck is foiled even my sideboards and like i got forced negations before they became you know uber expensive in foil so wow so like yeah my, you know it's it's <laughs> it's it's funny you brought up port town like the card gets so much hate you know dre despises that he was i know he was going to do something where he gets a bunch of them and gets them from his i was going to send them my foil people one. send it. he's going to set them on fire you know i was going to i literally the card so much. I, I have a playset in foil i was going to send it to him but then i was like it's yes. foil I'll, I'll just send it I'll, you know what i'll do is i'll sell it and i'll get some four non-foils and then i'll send it to him you know, it's funny because for such a bad card, I love the art on. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful, out. beautiful art. So amazing, you know, the little skeleton walking there, and very spooky. Well, let me ask you, what advice would you have for starting players that tried to get into spirits? And I'll tell you, don't go foil first. No, definitely not. <laughs> well, you have a couple options. You know, if you if you want to play spirits, and you don't want to spend a lot of money, probably just start with Pioneer. You know, don't. Don't build modern spirits. Otherwise, is an expensive card. Fetchlands are expensive. So I would say play Pioneer. See if you like the play style of the deck first, maybe on MTGO, um, especially during pandemic. Um, and if you do, then you can gradually build into modern. It's not as expensive um, to start with Pioneer. And in terms of like just play, playing, I, I guess the biggest thing is like practice a lot and try to know when you're playing control versus when you're playing aggro. 
So if you're playing a burn deck or a deck that's really aggressive, you want to slow down the game. You want to quell their spells. You want to counter their, their stuff with Wander. You want to kind of like play slow. You can't race them because they're faster than you. Whereas if you're playing a control deck, you know, you, you do want to get in there and kill them quickly. So it, it, it's very dependent on the matchup. And there's, like we talked about this earlier, but there's so many good resources. Watching Dre's content, the Spirit Snapshots, he put out a really good um, joining the Discord, asking questions. But I definitely recommend like watching content and seeing if you like the play style first before you build into Modern Spirits, because it is more expensive, yes, especially Force Negation. Yes, it is. And then let me ask you, what direction would you like spirits to go in? Out of curiosity, just like do you like what direction? Like, do you want it to go banned? Do you want it like control? Do you want it to go aggro or text? Yeah, I mean, I I like Azorius the most. Again, I think it's a preference thing because banned is more powerful. Azorius is more consistent. I would like to see more spirits with flash. Um, Obviously, you know, I think every spirit should have flying. <laughs> I, I, I want to see that. I wish Apparition had flying, but if he did, like, oh, he'd probably be too strong. You know, given how, how strong that card is already, it might be banned if it had flying. Um, and I, I guess I would like to see, I would like to see them print a really good one drop for spirits. Besides Wander, Wander is fantastic, but another another one drop spirit that can either interact or grow and kill opponent quickly. Okay. Oh, see, I see. So I, I I have one in mind that I would love spirits to uh no Watsy to build. It's mm-hmm. uh one white, a simple one one, flying, no flash, just flying. And I mm-hmm. I would call it the uh quarters attendant. Now, interesting. What happens is that you for two mana you sacrifice it. Now, it's just flying a 1-1, but you sacrifice it to destroy target non, uh, uh, non-basic land. Uh, like, you know, it destroys the non-basics. Or one uh, non-basic land. Not a whole bunch, just one non-basic land. Interesting. So and just destroy They don't get to search your library or anything. They no, just lose it. It's like ghost So it's court. land destruction. So think of it as a ghost quarter, but on a flyer. Oh. So okay. quarter's attendant. Ghost quarter, little one one for one white. So would they search a library and fetch up a basic then or no? No. That's okay. me. That's, oh jeez. I'm <laughs> yeah. selfish. No. Now realistically yeah, realistically, yes, we're gonna have to put that in there. <laughs> yeah. That would be very strong. You know, like um if they could uh, I think it's one of your questions too, if they could print a, a new spirit, what I would like to see um a one drop I have a, a couple of ideas. One is like a blue one one flyer like Mausoleum Wander. Um maybe it gets pumped when you play spirits in the same way, but the ability would be I don't know if you know the card Stifle, where you can target yes. like counter a triggered or activated ability. Ooh, that would be so fun. so so what you could do is you could play it and then your opponent like couldn't fetch. Because if they fetched you could just sack it and now they don't get a land. I um, like that. I like that a lot. So it'd be it'd be pretty nasty, yeah. Or, or like you play Titan and Titan searches your library. Like, nope, sacrifice it, counters it. So it'd probably be too strong, but but I think that's what I would want. Um, 
See, my other one I thought was one blue. Uh, this one was a flying flash one one, but you mm. uh, it allows you to loot every time it's tapped. Interesting. So, like, if you attack with that, you get to loot once. Exactly. Or you know, you so can use the you know uh, with the uh, shacklegeist. Oh, oh, yep, yep. Or like you can tap it with that, and then it'll, wow, I'd be really strong too. I, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm selfish. I'm I'm an only child. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Spirits players want um, really strong stuff, even though we already have really strong stuff. I'm just humbly, Watsy, if you're listening, I'm just humbly saying this. You know. Yes. The other idea, um, one of the other mods had a while back, was like a white. One one flyer that you can sacrifice to give another spirit protection from whatever color. Oh, that that would so, be brilliant. That would be cool. Yeah, another another layer of protection in there. Oh. You know, you could protect your selfless, your queller. That kind of adds to the tribe protecting each other. See, this is one thing that people don't understand. Like, and this is what I said in my first, very first podcast. Spirits is a different tribe amongst all other tribes. We protect ourselves. There is no other tribe in Magic the Gathering that does that. None. Yeah. You know, we, we yeah. have Spellquiller to counter. We have Mausoleum Wander to counter. We have, what, uh, Rattle Chains to give Hexproof. Drug Skull Captain and Hexproof. You have uh, Selfless Spirit that gives all yep. your creatures indestructible. Uh, indestructible. Th- that is what makes spirits great. I love it. It is. It's the, it's the best tribe, you know, against removal. We had a discussion about that, too, in the Discord. It's just, it's interesting. Like, my brother plays me a lot, and he plays a lot of, like, red aggressive decks. And he said to me a lot of times, you know, like, the thing with Spirits is it's hard because you want to kill everything immediately. Because, like, once two, three of them are out there, they can turn the corner so quickly. You know, they just take over the game. Like, the more Spirits your opponent has out, the more likely you're just going to die. It's literally like chickenpox. You got one chicken puck, and then you're you're covered with chicken pox. Yep, absolutely. It's it's scary, yeah. I mean, you got to keep them off the field. You got to remove them. And that's why stuff like Kira, the spirits protecting each other, um, and Moreland Hunter are so good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, did you hear, you heard about the announcement Watsy did about white, right? Yes. Okay. Like, for, if you're not aware and you're listening to us, uh, thank you for joining us. This is, uh, you know, me, Dwight, a.k.a. D. Blanco, and I have him have here in the studio, well, over the phone, shall I say, we have Ben, yeah. uh, also known as Dr. Katz. He is the moderator for the Spirits uh, Discord. Now, yep. uh, if you're unaware, Watsy is going to try to improve white. They want to include flash, ramp, and card draw to white. Now, here's my question for you. What are your thoughts on them? wanting to include flash, ramp, and card draw to white, and what do you think it will do for spirits, or it, will it do nothing at all? It depends. You know, I, I, I think white getting flash is cool. Um, whenever I hear anything getting flash, I'd be a little excited. Like, if we get a... I mean, white is a color, right, where there's a lot of spirits. We have selfless spirit. Apparition's a spirit. He's white. You know, Merlin makes white, white spirit tokens. So I think there's a chance that we could get a good white flash spirit and that depending on what it is like a one one white flash flyer with some other type of ability you know like like i mentioned before um protect, giving some projection from a color like that'd be really cool um in terms of the other two abilities card draw and ramp those are interesting like um card draw and ramp are scary because when i hear card draw ramp i think of arrow but mm-hmm, you know exactly so, 
but it de- but it depends, you know. Like, um, if it's white, like getting a land out of the library, if your opponent has more lands than you, that's kind of okay. Yeah, like land tax. You're not. Yeah, yep, like land tax because you're not ramping above them. So I think it could be cool. I mean, I think I think improving white's good. The funny thing about white is white gets a lot of flack, right? You know, mm-hmm. like people always say like white sucks, white's underpowered. They poo-poo it. But, yeah, exactly. But when you look at it, when you really think about it, like. All right, Death and Taxes in, in Modern. That's actually the secondary deck I play. Um, and, like, if you look at the recent 5-0s and lists, like, Death and Taxes is up there, you know, and that's a mono-white deck. So, right. like, we, like, White has Apparition, White has Firewalker, White has Path to Exile. You could have just stopped White that has... Apparition. You know, Skyclave Apparition's enough. That's, like, White has that, yes. and that's... that's. It doesn't need anything else. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> Apparition's it. all it needs. Yep. Yeah. Well, white is so. I, I don't know. I think. I think people exaggerate a little bit. I don't think white's as weak as people say it is. I think. I think commander. It's. It's probably weak. I've heard more about them. Not as familiar with the commander community or commander decks. But. But I mean, white getting stronger overall is good for us, right? Because we're a blue white tribe. Exactly. So that means we get a better white removal spell or an alternative white removal spell to path. We get. Um. I don't know. Some spirit that draws a card when it enters the battlefield. That would be great. Like. Uh, Silvergill adapt a one, like a white to uh, one flyer that draws a card that'd be fantastic. What I was like thinking is the there's an old card called Orim's Chant, you know that uh, allow like if you play it on your opponent's upkeep, it doesn't allow them to play cards or attack that turn. Of course, there's a one kicker, so it's like one white and one white kicker that allows you to do that, which is highly, extremely powered. Interesting. But so I, is that? Was that flash, or was that something you play in your turn that your opponent can't play cards? No, it's an instant. It's an instant, and you. Can, like, oh, oh, okay. So like you, silence. Or so it's exactly like silence, but they can't attack. But you do that on your opponent's upkeep. Eh, no, their turns are just over. Oh, okay, fine. I have to put a land. <laughs> it's in the like a time walk. Yeah, it, it's awful. interesting. Yeah, I like that idea. Like a spirit, like a maybe like a two-one flash flying white spirit that says when this card enters the battlefield, like your opponent can't declare attacks this turn. Or uh, cast cards. Or cast cards. Wow. Okay. All right. We'll take it there, too. You can't, can't cast anything. So you're, facing, you're facing Titan, and they just can't do anything. Nope. Good time oh, walk. Oh, you want to cast a spell? No, sir. Oh, you want to attack? No, sir. Good day. Have a yep. nice day. <laughs> yeah, that that's blue sheet, sir? Did you say that's blue sheet? Thank you. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, white getting better most likely means spirits getting better but like it depends you know like if they print some really good white removal spell better than path i would hope they wouldn't do that because path is already very good like that could be bad you well, know because then they'll reprint more, sword spells, the, more ways to kill spirits they'll reprint sword the plowshare watch yeah probably not <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen it's come to this point of the show where i'm going to start shotting people sh- shout I'm going to shout people out. I'm going to shout out Dr. Katz because he went 5-0 just recently. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. And then also, yeah, man, I hit the wrong button again. Let me, there you go. Dr. Katz, that's what you get. Also, in Modern, we just had a, oh, come on now. Uh, Modern, (laughs) February 19th, we had an individual go 5-0 in a Zorius deck. And you know who it is? Take a guess, Dr. Katz. Who went 5-0 in modern? Queller, yep. <laughs> Dr. Queller. Congratulations, yep. Dr. Queller. You're the man. Thank you for proving what? Absolutely. That spirits is the best. 
And then in Pioneer, in Pioneer, there were a couple people in uh, February 18th. They went top eight, one to top four, one top eight. But, you know, we only do top ones here. We want you to strive to be the best. We want <laughs> you to be the cream of the crop, the best of the best. You know how it is. February 18th, we had a player go 5-0 and with the Zorius build. And once again, it's NJSO18. This individual did it back to like he didn't do it back to back but he did it at the same time as dr kohler did a couple weeks ago so you know what gentlemen thank you very much thank you thank you thank you very much for proving that spirits is the deck to beat i appreciate it now ben dr katz why don't you tell the listening audience where they can get a hold of you and is if is there anything extra you would like to share with the audience yeah, I mean, so so you can find me on the Discord. Uh, my name on the Spirits Discord is Dr. Katz, D-R-K-A-T-Z. For those who use my spell. Some people thought I was a vet. They're like, are you a veterinarian in real life? No, <laughs> a therapist. But um, And then my Twitter handle is Dr. Katz 11, so D-R-K-A-T-Z 11. Um, and an MTGO, um, Dr. Katz 11 as well. So um, if you're facing me in a league, you'll, you'll know who I am. Well, that's awesome. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, like I said, this is Dr. Katz. He is the moderator for the Discord. So if you get a chance, ladies and gentlemen, go to the Discord, check it out. And if you see Dr. Katz and then tell him hello. It's like I heard you on MTG Ectoplasm. Absolutely. There you go. Well, you know, you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Come to this point of the show. You know what? You can reach me at MTG Ectoplasm on twitter or you can email me at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com i'd like to hear from you if you want to throw in some insights certain things that you want to hear or listen to let me know you know what ladies and gentlemen have a great one and remember make your opponent say that's bullshit